time where the phone never stops ringing. Cold calls and spam emails seem to pour in endlessly. And there is always someone that wants to buy you lunch for the chance to make you a client. This is where real salespeople pitch solutions to real problems while we snuff out the BS. Welcome to the Oil & Gas Pitch Podcast with your host, Voron Spivak. All right, so we're live. And I got to say, this is a big shout out to OGGN. Teledyne is with us today. You know, a lot of companies, they come across our inbox. We read about them. A lot of times you don't know the name and you have to take a deeper dive to really get the reputation, to really understand what they're all about. But Teledyne, you guys are a global brand. I mean, this is something that the more I looked into it, there are so many little niches that you guys are able to help with. I think it's almost like 23 companies. Thank you guys for being here. I am here today with Josh Dugan, who's the Regional Sales of Americas for Teledyne Marine. And I'm also here with Matt Berdini, who's the VP of Strategy and Business Development. Thank you guys for you. I mean, both of you came from a little bit of a hike, didn't you? A little bit, not as much as Matt, but... Yeah, Matt, you flew in from Boston. I came in from Boston last night, yeah. Yeah, so you're really... Are you a native Houstonian that just relocated? I relocated a few months ago, lived here for three years up in the woodlands, and was over in California before that. Wow. And what brought you to Boston? Work. As you mentioned, we've got a lot of facilities, a lot of factories and businesses, and we've got some great ones up that way. Well, that's great. And originally, my conversation was with you, Josh. I mean, this is something where when you and I connected and we really dug into like what you're really doing out there, not just what you're doing here in the States, but this is very much for you, a South American play and beyond. Sure. Yeah. From Canada, now in Brazil, all points in between the Americas for oil and gas is my, it's my regional area. Yeah. Awesome. And as I kind of talked to you a little bit, where did your career start? I mean, obviously you didn't work for Teledyne forever. Like how did you get here and what brought you to the point where you actually were able to get into a position like this and help more oil and gas companies really than I think a lot of people can. Yeah, sure. So I started working for Cochrane Technologies, which is a survey company post-Katrina. And I worked for them for several years. And then I went to work for Seatronics and I worked for them for seven years, which is a subsea electronics rental company. And then I went, then I came to work for Teledyne. So since 2005, I've, I've been in three positions with those three companies. And what's kind of ironic is Teledyne was Citronics customer and Citronics was Teledyne's customer. Yeah. And Cochrane was Citronics customer. So I've kind of, you know, graduated up, you know, working through the company. So we actually use some of the Teledyne equipment when I worked for Cochrane. Incredible. I think it's interesting when you think about a company like Teledyne and more so just Teledyne Marine to do a 30 minute episode and be able to touch on this. You guys really have a challenge here and I can't wait to see how you laid it out. Knowing that you work with companies like Oceaneering and our sponsor Technique FMC, who I've interviewed, that to me is that says a lot. And I hope anyone listening, watching, pay attention because what you're about to get exposed to is something that if you're not in the oil and gas industry, is going to be very entertaining and interesting because there's a lot of innovation here. And then if you are an executive or you're somebody who's trying to make the, maximize your company in the oil and gas industry, pay attention because what we're going to get into is going to be fast and furious 
and we're going to get it kicked off right now. So, all right, guys, let's, where are we going to start? Maybe we should talk to who are the clients that you guys are, obviously Technique, FMC, Oceaneering, and a lot of other big names. Who do you think should be on the edge of their seats as we get into what we're about to learn? Yeah, I would say anybody in the maritime industry, anybody in doing anything subsea that needs to know what's going on and deliver highly reliable results, whatever those may be. Terrific. And then Josh, you are the uh, architect of your deck today? Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to let Matt kick off, kind of giving you guys just a little bit of understanding of Teledyne Marine and, and kind of who we are. And then I think we can go from there. Okay. Yeah, so I think, you know, you teed it up really well, and thank you. Teledyne is an interesting company. A lot of people look at it as, you know, they're familiar with, you know, product A, product B that Teledyne has supplied in the past, even outside of the marine or maritime industry. Teledyne is actually fundamentally a technology company. And what's really interesting and makes Teledyne different is we're not just a technology company, but all the way up to our CEO and chairman is a material scientist. And so if you stand back and look at Teledyne as a whole, we have technology on things like the Mars rover, materials <laughs> technology on the space shuttle, and so on and so forth. And the real power of Teledyne is taking all of these industries and all these capabilities, whether it's aerospace, defense, oil and gas, and leveraging that know-how and that technology into other places. And a great example of that is some of the space materials that we've been able to work with and develop, we've been able to take those and put them into things like pins on subsea connectors that build out higher reliability, better performance, better capability portfolio that allows our customers to do things that they couldn't have done before. So the same is also true on the flip side is as part of that process, Teledyne grows through both innovation and acquisition. And one of the companies that we acquired was formerly called Rockwell Scientific, now Teledyne Scientific. And that just speaks to the, the value that Teledyne holds on technology, because when that happened, we actually relocated our company, our corporate headquarters into the Rockwell, now Teledyne Scientific facility, which is where our corporate staff and our, our CEO and, and chairman sits as well. It's really just in a way mind blowing about, you know, a lot of times when you sit down with a company that seems technology, you're going, well, it's not just technology that matters. It's sometimes materials that matter. And that was kind of my takeaway as I dug deeper into what you guys do. And of course, we did our first call. You guys are really taking it beyond just the technology and you're getting into these materials that in this case, you're talking about space travel. Yeah, no, absolutely. And what a lot of people don't understand is some people take it for granted. But in every piece of Teledyne technology that we ship out the door, some of that material science exists, whether they know it's there or not, because, you know, whether you're looking at materials and water permeability in those materials, the proper selection of those materials, we've got a much deeper understanding than, you know, your conventional supplier. So Teledyne Marine, right? There's these different oil and gas operators, there's people needing to do research, and you guys really, I mean, there's a whole catalog of solutions that you have. Where do we go from here? Like, how do we like pop the top of this interview knowing that really there's so many different silos that we could discuss? Absolutely, and I think the best way to talk about it is, how did Teledyne Marine kind of come to existence? And, you know, I mentioned Teledyne grows by acquisition back in kind of 2005, 2006, 
Teledyne really kind of looked at the marine maritime space and, and thought there was a big opportunity there. And since 2005, 2006, they've acquired 23 separate companies, which ultimately now make up Teledyne Marine. Wonderful. And then Josh, I mean, here you are, you've got clients that you're meeting. I mean, you're really essentially in sales. You're meeting real companies that have real problems. And where do you open the book? Like, what does the typical conversation sound like? I think that really depends on the customer. But, you know, because of the broad range of equipment that we do offer, you know, everything from, you know, we, we build ROVs, we build AUVs. We have a lot of different products. And, you know, some of those products, in fact, I'll click over to the next slide here to show a few of those but you know it really depends on the on the client and what their focus is you know if it's the marine contractors it's going to be focused on the rovs the divers that kind of thing and the rovs just for the audience sure sure so remote operated vehicles and a lot of contractors use those and for folks that really don't understand the subsea world you know there's a lot that goes on subsea and it's very challenging it's a very challenging environment and how interesting that it almost sounds like you don't really have to have somebody driving the submarine you can just remote control this thing absolutely and, and accomplish the goal Absolutely, yes. So once you get past that 1,000-foot range of water where saturation diving is really not an option, that's basically the only option you're left with is to use robots at that point to do the, the construction subsea. So everything from the geo aspect, from you know, just finding the oil all the way to the final you know, tapping into the ground, extraction, that whole thing, there's a, it's a huge process, but it takes a lot of equipment, a lot of expertise, and so the way we were able to help our clients is, you know, by delivering products and having solutions and really trying to be proactive in having a, a better solution, you know, something more advanced that makes a job easier, a more cost effective, because now everything is, of course, you know, coming down the price now for yeah. everyone. So well, this brings up a great topic because, you know, Mark LaCour sat me down a couple of weeks ago and he said, look, there is an emergency really going on in the oil and gas industry. And what it is, is that here we have this downturn and companies have to make adjustments. And the adjustments aren't just to like make a temporary solution. This is really a long play. And what you guys are really here, like what I'm hoping that we can do in this conversation is that a lot of the capabilities that you guys provide are things that can help companies make more money, invest in their future. It's important for everyone, every CFO to remember, your shareholder's memory is very short. So even though right now you're trying to like get it down to the bootstrings, this is, this is really not the play right now. This is the time to innovate possibly invest, stretch things out so that when you are in this next world, the new normal, which I don't think we're ever going back, you need to be prepared. You need to have things in place. So can we talk about that? Can we talk about what you're seeing like in the products that you know are out there where people are investing and able to maybe have more capacity, more efficiency? Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's a great point. In the last, you know, the last 10 years has been challenging. You know, we've had multiple downturns, you know, that's really, you know, it's really pushed the industry to see what it's made of and where it can go. One of the key areas we've been extremely successful is working, collaborating and partnering with some of our best customers, looking at ways that we can help them remove cost. And there's a lot of ways to do that. And it's not you know, it's not just looking at itemized components, but systematically taking costs out, making them more competitive and driving innovation. And the key thing there is, 
you know, you hear the old adage of when there's a challenge to fix the challenge, it's most cost effective to do it early. And the yeah. same thing is when you're trying to find ways to take cost out. And that's where Teledyne is a great partner. Guys like Josh and myself can really help and support. If we come in early and are part of that early discussion, we can find ways to leverage technology to drive cost out of the whole operation. Because essentially, if you know, we hear about this all the time where a company is trying to solve a problem, they start out with maybe whoever kind of convinced them they were the best thing out there. And sometimes if it's just a one product company, like they just have one solution and they're just putting all of their marketing dollars towards that one thing, you guys are having to compete against them, but your catalog is so much more diverse, right? So Josh, I mean, tell me, like when we originally talked, we went through like 10, 15 pieces of equipment that are changing the way people do business. Is there any of that that you could touch on? I mean, I, I know you don't want to go into a deep dive because it's so technical, sure, sure. but there's things that people are able to do and adjustments they're able to make through engaging you guys and maybe investing in some, some new solutions. It sounds almost like they, it needs to be bundled sometimes. Absolutely. It's really, you know, from the last few downturns, it's really about doing more with less and using technology to benefit the way that you complete your job. And, you know, technology is ever evolving. So we try to stay on the latest cutting edge technology and it just makes doing the job at the end of the day easier, whether it be for the diver, whether it be for the ROV operator, whether it be for the, the rig operator, the components that we sell and promote is really about trying to do the job the best way possible and cut down, you know, inefficiently. Mm -hmm. And then you guys even were talking about applications, right? I mean, it's not just ROV. Like, I want to talk about ROV because it's like remote control submarines, 10 million. I don't know how much they cost, but they gotta, they've got to be big ticket items to do what we're talking about. And then, I mean, even the understanding that, which I had none before we talked about acoustics and like all of these things that are going on below sea level, right? There's a lot of people that just don't know anything about that. So any kind of summary you have, I think a lot of the OGGN followers would probably get something out of that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of folks, if they don't have a very good understanding about subsea, it's, you know, sometimes you need to be able to see underwater. And a lot of times, you know, you might be in a zero vis situation where you, you know, you can't see your hand in front of your face. Right. So you need to be able to operate in those environments. And we use acoustics for that. So, you know, by using the acoustics, you're able to see underwater. You're able to navigate. It's like the world's largest ultrasound we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. I mean, and there are so many products that we have that, you know, do so many different things. But that's just one example, you know. Uh -huh. and, and, and like you said, if we were to get into all of them, we would need a couple episodes, <laughs> right, for that. But, you know, just talking about the acoustics in general, you know, they're used for a wide variety of applications, whether it be tracking pipelines, actually monitoring the integrity of pipelines, navigation purposes, you know, finding fish. So, you know, so that opens up. And I think that's why we're so involved in so many different markets is because of the capabilities that the equipment actually has, you know. Sure. Okay. So let's talk South America, right? I mean, there's this initiative where you hear a lot about the oil and gas industry south of our border. What would you share with me about that? I mean, really, there's plenty of activity there. How does Teledyne work in these other geographical areas outside of the U.S.? Well, both have been 
Mexico and Brazil have been emerging markets for us, and they are very, you know, adaptive to hearing about new technologies. They want to learn, you know, on the front side before getting actually started in groundbreaking whatever project that it is. They want to know what capabilities we have in the equipment. And it's just to make, again, the job easier. It's to make it, you know, just that's really the what it boils down to. It's, it's getting the job done easier, faster, more cost effective. So those markets have really been responsive to our equipment, to our capabilities and learning about them and, and actually using them. So. All right, cool. Do you want to move to another slide? Sure, I can. I can. Yeah, you talked a little bit about the ROV. I think we mentioned the diver. And then I mentioned to you as well that we manufacture AUVs, ROVs. AUV is? Yeah, so uh, uh, <laughs> autonomous. Oh, okay. Autonomous. autonomous. It's autonomous vehicle. So what does that mean? Autonomous underwater vehicle. Yeah. So okay. it's basically like an ROV. Yeah. But most of the time an ROV is tethered. Mm-hmm. where an AUV oh, okay. is tetherless. Okay, so, nice. It's like having a remote control boat, but you can actually like take it further than the 10-foot cord. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So it really gives us the capability to do survey, whether it's from a vessel or an unmanned system, right? So, and that's also where the acoustics come in. So Josh talked about the ability to see where you may be in turbid water and you have you know zero visibility, but the same is also true. You know, you can profile and collect what the bathymetry of the seafloor looks like, you know, from hundreds or even in some cases up to thousands of meters away. Wow, incredible. And then you guys are doing a lot of strategic partnerships. I mean, I I know that we touched on that. I don't know if you could kind of take me down a deeper dive because a lot of times it's about profitability. It's about ease of getting things done and agility, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, this also kind of comes back to the earlier conversation about, you know, when is the right time to engage us so you can, you know, really benefit and maximize the value of that. And, you know, we've been successful doing it with, you know, several, several key customers, folks like Oceaneering and the likes, where it's been a, it's been a great two-way partnership. And so wow, that... How is it a two-way partnership? Like, what, what yeah. is the reciprocation? So the reciprocation is, you know, they've got technology that they're trying to develop you know, we've got technology on our side and how do we make those two tech pieces of technology mesh to deliver the best end solution. So in our case, where we really specialize, you know, specifically Josh and, and myself is on the, the instrumentation and the, the acoustics. So with any underwater vehicle, especially when it's unmanned, you need to have sensors to tell you what your peripherals look like, yeah. right? Whether it's acoustics, whether it's camera, whether it's position navigation and timing, And this comes back to what you were saying earlier as well. You know, you have all these, you know, niche companies that focus on their niche, their one product. You know, an ROV may have a dozen, you know, more than that, you know, different products on it. How do they tie all that together? You know, the way the world works now is it's up to the customer to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's where Teledyne Marine really differentiates is we bring all these pieces together and help deliver a solution to the customer. And so just for my clarification is there any manufacturing that goes on within teledyne or this is all other people's products no teledyne manufactures all of our own products you know everything so the gemini whatever what is it yeah so the gemini rov which is technique's latest rov platform which is getting a lot of great reviews absolutely and- it was on the cover of uh, rov magazine this month it's amazing and teledyne literally are the, are, are the folks that put it together no so teledyne teledyne will provide technology pieces so a great example is our dvl or doppler velocity log that 
provides kind of speed over ground position. We manufacture all of that technology and provide that to folks like Technip FMC where they do integration and then merge all of those sensors to help provide the vehicle with, with the capability it has. That's awesome. So where do we go from here? Like we've got, I mean, I, th I think that it's obvious that there is like this plethora. Uh, I mean, I know there is because I, when I first did my call with Josh, you know, before we agreed to an episode or whatever, he was able to get online and basically run, run me through maybe 40 products that were so different. Like one, of, of course, the most memorable is the remote control boats, right? Like uh, that's the wrong way to put it, but, and I'm just giving you guys a hard time. But the idea is, is that, you know, when you look at a catalog like that, where are people, when they bring you in early, talking about the idea that the longer it takes you to make a change, the more consequence there is to delay, right? So where does it begin, really, for those listening? And, to, and like, can you run me through like five or six facets that when you guys are in these offices, you're actually pitching the, the capabilities of Teledyne, what are you touching on? Yeah. No, absolutely. I would say there's there's a lot of different things, but you know, let's stick to the top ones is, you know, if, if somebody is designing something like an underwater vehicle, you know, the best time to engage us is when, you know, you're kicking off the design of the vehicle. Or in in other cases it may be it may not be a vehicle, it may be a subsea system that requires interconnect and cabling infrastructure. And it the, the answer is the same. Because then we can work with you on ways to do it in the most streamlined manner and cost-effective and most reliable, right? It's, it's not just the cost, but it's the reliability part of that. And we've talked a lot about ROV, and that's just one area that we touch yeah. on, right? So, you know, we also work a lot with, with diving and, and, you know, anything from cameras and lights to imaging sonar. We talked about turbid water, ocean bottom seismic nodes, and there's a full capability there. And the list, and the list goes on. It's incredible. Yeah. Okay, so Josh, so like, will you walk me through what is the process? So there's these obviously very large, very successful companies you work with, but there could be, you don't have to be that big to have a meeting with you. What does that process look like? What do you find yourself uncovering in a discovery meeting with a new prospect? I think it's really about understanding the clients, what the client's trying to achieve. And, you know, we can offer a plethora of different pieces of equipment, but ultimately at the end of the day, we want to really cater to our customers' overall objective, you know, mm -hmm. what they're trying to achieve. So it's really based on that. You know, it's, it's really speaking to the customer and building that relationship to understand what they're trying to achieve and, you know, offer equipment based on those needs. That's great, wonderful. So a big topic in the oil and gas industry is HSE, right? I mean, for the listener, we're talking safety, we're talking environment. Teledyne is known to play a big part in this for a lot of companies. Can you guys kind of walk me through that and tell me how you're doing that? And is the word on the street accurate? Like this is a big part of your business. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's safety is essential. It's in everything we do. You know, it's part of the onboarding process. You know, it's part of our regular communication. Keeping our employees, our customers safe is of the utmost priority. And we've actually worked with customers on safety as well. So when we talk about, you know, you mentioned earlier, you know, what's the reciprocal? Well, the reciprocal is, you know, when we sit down and have these conversations with our customers, safety is one of the things we discuss because they don't want to be buying from people who are unsafe and vice versa. 
And so that's that's been a, a real fantastic opportunity to, you know, mind share on our HSE culture. And that's great. And then so, Josh, you're in the field, right? You're out there talking to customers day in, day out. What is where does the rubber meet the road? Like here we have this this great capability. And what are the applications that you're seeing where you're actually fulfilling orders that are guaranteeing safety, increasing safety or protecting the environment? Yeah, absolutely. So as you know, Matt mentioned, you know, our, our equipment is, is built to certain safety standards because, you know, a lot of the, the stuff is going subsea and, you know, so our safety standards are set very high. But we also like to learn our customers safety culture and collaborate our safety culture with theirs as well to make sure that everything is solid between the two. That's incredible. Yeah, it's a really interesting thing when we talk about keeping your employees safe, keeping Mother Earth safe, right? Absolutely. I don't think the oil and gas industry gets enough credit for that. But OGG and right now we just launched Elevate, which is supposed to be talking that story pretty good. But I want to say thank you guys for doing this. I gave you guys a pretty tall order, which was, hey, like, how do we keep this thing to where we don't go so deep on our dive that we don't get anywhere. And, and you guys did a really great job. I feel, like, I feel like anyone who's listening to this, watching this, and even for our interns at OGGN, there's things that they're learning that can be implemented for 2021 and beyond. So thank you. I got to ask you, if somebody is listening to this and they're going like, crap, I want to talk to these guys. Like, I want to see if they can do X, Y, or Z. How do they begin the process with Teledyne? How do they get in touch with you guys? Yeah, no, absolutely. I'd say first and foremost, check out TeledyneMarine.com. You can see a lot of what we do as well. In addition, if you've got a request or an inquiry, feel free to fill it out on there and it'll come right to us. Yep, even reach out to us on LinkedIn. Yeah, you know, you're the LinkedIn sales profile. guy. What's, yeah. what's, what's, what's your handle? Absolutely, Josh Dugan. Josh so, Dugan. Yeah, just look up Josh Dugan on LinkedIn and you should find me there. All right. And everybody, we will definitely put their information in the show notes. You will find, we'll be doing a lot of stuff with these guys. I know as we've dove, I keep hate, like you guys are into diving and I have to keep talking. I have to keep saying diving. But anyway, as we dove into today, you know, one of the things Mark and I were talking about is there are other pods that we have that y'all are like the perfect fit to kind of go into a lot deeper dive than what we are here today on, on the subsea stuff and beyond. So thank you again. And I just want to say a quick thank you to Churrasco's restaurant. We've been treated so great here today. They've made this space for us. And uh, if you've never been here, if you've never had a Tres Leches, if you don't know what I'm talking about, come check it out. It's really amazing. And by the way, if you have a company and you have a great solution to a real problem, come prove it on the Oil & Gas Pitch Podcast. Thank you, guys. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks so much, more. Thank All you. All right. Take appreciate care. Appreciate it. You too. You too. Happy New Year, everybody. It's Savannah from OGGN, and here are the events on deck for January 2021. This month, we only have three events, but if you'd like the full list, you can click the link in the show notes to sign up for our events newsletter. We send it out every month, and it includes more info about the events I talk about here. We even include events that occur two months ahead of time, so if you're interested in always staying in the loop about oil and gas events, make sure to check that out. First up, we have our two in-person events, the OCI East Houston Chapter Luncheon at the Monument Inn on the 5th, and the Houston Chapter Energy API Meeting at the Petroleum Club on the 14th. The only online event we have this month is the Prefab Connect from the 26th to the 29th. Other than these events, OGGN may be hosting some more live streams this month, so make sure to check out our Facebook, 
LinkedIn, or our website for more information about any of the live streams we have coming up. If you have any questions about the events or any of our shows, make sure to reach out to me through my email in the show notes. That's all for January. I hope you guys have a great month and thanks for tuning in. Check us out next week for another witty and sometimes spicy episode of the Oil and Gas Pitch Podcast, a production of the Oil and Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com. Thank you.